Hi, this is Peter Hintz, and you're listening to In the Lap of the Pods, Queen podcast. When I first heard them, I thought, what a bunch of tossers. They'll never make it. I was right. Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast with Paul, Joe and myself David. It's another episode where we get the chance to speak to Peter Hans. Yep, also known as Ratty. Yep. Also known as Ratty, aye, absolutely. Um, but uh, really, really kind of um, excited to hear what Peter's got to say because Peter's got a new book coming out. Um, on the 12th of October and it's called Queen Uncovered so obviously Peter had a book out uh, a few years back called Queen Unseen um, which kind of talks about his his period with the band between 75 and, and 86 but this is kind of this kind of takes us a little bit further um, with his, his images his photography so it's kind of telling that story I guess a little bit more visually than his, his Queen Unseen book did in this episode we'd appreciate if you enjoy it and if you've got some money to spare, just even if it's just a couple of pounds, we'd love it if you were able to donate to um, the Just Given page that we've set up. This is for Macmillan Cancer Support. So that's a charity close to Peter Hinsey's heart. So um, if you do enjoy the episode and you get something out of it, whatever you can afford would be really appreciate. We yep. would really appreciate. And you can do so. That's justgiven.com forward slash page forward slash queen hyphen uncovered so that's justgiven.com forward slash page forward slash queen hyphen uncovered all right um so you can do that we'll put this on obviously you'll get the the link to this on the actual episode as well um, the information if case you can't quite remember that but um we'd appreciate it um because obviously peter's given up his time for free and we're giving you this episode for free and it's it's pretty special to be speaking to someone of this caliber um, yep. on this podcast so um we hope you'll You'll uh, you'll actually agree and and be able to help us out with this one. Just before Peter joins us, actually, I'll give you a little kind of bit of background on the book itself. So this is from the back cover, um, and what it says is: For eleven years, Peter Hans lived the rock and roll dream, head roadie for Queen. He held a backstage pass to the greatest show in music, rubbing shoulders with the band as they recorded, toured, and partied around the world. Now he is opening his incredible archive of intimate photographs and rare items, most never seen before, showing what life was really like with one of the greatest rock bands of all time. So that's the kind of back cover, and and Peter was quite uh, generous enough to give us a little advanced look at the book. Um, Aye, so yep, we've had a look over that, and mm-hmm. it's looking great. Um, even even on a, a digital screen, it's looking great. But I, I can't really actually get my hands on the actual the actual finished product. You know the. Yep. The hardback book, I think it will look amazing, um, you know, in that that print form. But yeah, yeah. So we've had a, a look over it, so we feel very privileged to have. Oh, absolutely, so. yeah, aye, and, totally. Um, and uh, aye, so um, you can order the book. Um, I think um, over Amazon, um, and if you actually go to peterhins dot com, you'll actually get a little bit more information on the book um, as well. And I think you can possibly order signed copies from another publisher. Oh, but if you're can. just looking for the straight up book, go to Amazon. 
and it's there to pre-order and 12th of October is when it's released yep get it get it for your Christmas nice early Christmas present man exactly a Halloween present Halloween present yep Halloween yeah which is more uh, you know more my season Okay, um, well, the nonsense to disperse with. Um, joining us now is Mr. Peter Hines. Hello, Peter. How are, how are you? I'm pretty good, thanks, guys. And uh, thanks for having me on uh, on the show again. Oh, our pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> Pleasure's yeah, absolutely. completely ours. <laughs> yeah, um, so, um, Peter, obviously, you're, you know, you've, you've got a book coming out next month on the 12th of October, Queen Uncovered, and you were very kind enough to, to let us see a, a, a PDF of that, that, that book ahead, ahead of the podcast, and all three of us have looked over it many times and actually been discussing it in, in our own group chats on WhatsApp and things about certain images and, and um, certain bits of information, so we've really, really been enjoying it, and we can't wait to see the final final product yeah. actually you know um and have it in our hands um but i know there's the preamble and you know and, and the book itself and the blurb and all that but it's probably best if you describe the book to us and and your own your own words um so how would you describe queen uncovered i suppose it's the book i always wanted to do i mean when i wrote queen unseen and that came out i think it was 2011 something like that the hardback mm. and then i got uh, the chance to revisit it and edit it for the paperback version and remember other stories and yeah, tighten it up. And that's, that was, I think about four years later and that's much better. I mean, every writer or creative person will say that as soon as it's finished next day, you think, well, I could have done it better. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but I really think that the paperback is a much better read and I'd become a better writer. I'd remembered other things and then other th things I'd put on, oh, maybe leave that out. So I guess this is um, flowing on from that really, because after that book, people kept saying, oh, why don't you do a photo book, you know, um, because you've got so many great photos. Well, do I? I don't know. I've got enough. And then I'd had some offers over the years, but they were realistic or, things I really wanted to go down. And then it all kind of fell into place, really, um, uh, with, uh, well, Iconic Images, who are a great big um, archive. They have Terry O'Neill's archive. They have Gerard Mankiewicz's archive. They've got all these amazing photographers' archives, and which they license, and they have a gallery and uh, prints and all that. And their creative director had been in my printers. And um, there was a 50 by 50 inch print of Fred, the one off the cover of uh, Queen Unseen, the one with the beer. Yeah. And um, it was due to go off to Munich because they do incredibly well in Munich. Anyway, uh, she's like, wow. She said, who's is that? You know, and then printers were talking to her and she went, Right, okay. Anyway, one day I was in there and she was in there and we just met up and and then we got to know each other and then she said, well, we do books. Would you be interested? And I went, yeah, all right. And um, <laughs> and then, um, and it was all very, very, um, not, I mean, I haven't even got a contract with them. I mean, wow. I do with a publisher, but not with Iconic. And it's very sort of, yeah, done on trust and um, yeah you know, and friendship and, and obviously the desire to put something together that's good. And um, 
Yeah, and I worked a lot on it, hell of a lot. But as I say, I wanted it to be really good. And I had uh, a very good designer and uh, he and I, you know, worked together a lot and he came up with things. And if I wasn't happy, okay, or might say, well, I don't think this quite works. So it was very constructive. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, and it came together. Did take a while, but it wasn't difficult um, right. mm -hmm. because um, the way the way I wanted to structure it was quite similar to Queen Unseen with having these sort of chunks of the band's career, you know, uh, like um, Munich, like On the Road, like Montreux, like South America, um, Live Aid, that kind of thing. I mean, I didn't have photos for everything. So, you know, we couldn't sort of do, uh, well, there wasn't a Sun City um, section and Sun City never gets mentioned, but that's probably yeah. not a bad thing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though I've got, I've got some imagery of Sun City, but anyway, um, and then we just kind of followed that format really. And, um, and I found stuff that I hadn't, um, you know, kind of discovered for a long time and little bits of ephemera and that kind of thing. But what I wanted it to be was, I suppose, in a way, it is my journey because it talks about me with Bowie and with Mott and all that, and meeting Queen. And so, yeah, it is my kind of journey with the band and then a little bit afterwards with uh, Fred Solo stuff, doing pictures and that. But um, it, I also wanted to show the era and how, you know, we forget uh, you guys are too young anyway, but I mean, um, how us elderly people <laughs> forget or young people don't even know what, you know, things were like in the 1970s. So sure. that's why there are pictures of Madison Square Garden in 1980 with yellow cabs going past. And yeah. there's a picture of the Berlin Wall, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. and all those kind of things and truck stops and just that kind of um, imagery and ephemera that just gives a bit of an atmosphere and it's not like yeah. just pretty pictures of the band. So that's, that's what I wanted to do. And then, yeah, tell little stories around things like set lists and, and that kind of thing, which was, um, yeah, it was nice to go back again and revisit it. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a labor of love. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about those images, um, you know, maybe off the beaten track images, not the regular images of the band as such. Um, even the one um, in the early days, I think it was, was it at Rockfield? No, or was it, um, was it Ridge Farm? Ridge Farm. Ridge Farm, sorry, yeah, when Rogers said, uh, uh, four by four gets stuck in the. In the oh field. no, that was the manor. That was the manor. Oh, is yeah. that the manor? The manor. Sorry, yeah, Rachel Branches. Yeah, yeah, the manor. Now you can see it. You can see the towers and the manor in the background. And, Backgrounds, right? Uh, and you've got 
Fred in the background there, Brian looking on. You've yeah. got the, show, the engineer. So all those people, um, you know, kind of combined. And, and yeah, I mean, Roger, that wouldn't bother Roger when it was fun at the time. And <laughs> yeah. that was it. And then that night is when I drove Fred back to London and had the crash. And that's why. Was it that night? And that's why that police letter is in there. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, res- absolves me of all um all guilt uh, <laughs> yeah. uh putting those kind of things in was was quite nice and um uh yeah and ridge farm those pictures have never been seen inside the the studio there and mm-hmm. a lot of uh stuff i had to do from scanning a contact sheet um because the negs have been lost years ago um right. a lot of them were lost in a certain office um and uh some of them I mislaid or whatever, and they've managed to um, to come up, yeah, quite well. Because mm, definitely, interestingly, um, there's a Paul McCartney show at uh, National Portrait Gallery uh, that opened to well, reopened the National Portrait Gallery, and it's his pictures of the Beatles from really early days. And the same thing, he lost the negatives, so I had to scan them up from a contact sheet. And then use a lot of you know magic imaging and stuff. Mm-hmm. And actually, my printer who prints all my stuff, uh, he did them. And, um, oh and I mean, that show is is phenomenal. I mean, it looks amazing and just oh so natural, um, mm-hmm. and mostly all in black and white. So, fortunately, you know, the new world, the digital world, you can you can do that stuff. So, yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, those things would would be gone forever. Um, I mean, there are some pictures from Montreux with looking down on the studio, a panoramic shot. Um, I don't yeah. know if you can remember. There's two or three other panoramic shots, like the center spread of jazz. But again, yeah. the negatives were lost. Yeah. And we had to scan from the contact, and we got it up to a reasonable size, but... They they've never been seen before, so yeah, that's that's quite nice. And to give, yeah, give people a chance to see those, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, we could have done two books. I mean, there was a lot of stuff, but okay. the idea was, um, you know, unlike certain um, people who like to uh, just keep re-releasing the same old stuff and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. title on it. I just want all, <laughs> all the best stuff to go in here. And so yeah. you achieved that. I think it's just it's it, awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are a lot more shots, but who knows? Maybe they'll say, well, it's been a big success. We'll do it again and make it bigger. Or mm-hmm. there's even talk of just doing one on Munich. So okay. let's see. But anyway, um, I know the advanced sales are really, really good. It, they've already sold. Big bunch into America. Uh, German rights have been sold. Italian rights. Um, I think Hungary's on the table. So yeah, I mean, I'm obviously very gratified and, and pleased. So uh, yeah, yeah as you should be, as you should yeah, be, looks, because you're, you're, awesome. you're, you should be pleased with um, the product. I mean, because even you were talking earlier about the the collaboration with the, the designer of the book, but I think it looks lovely. You know, it's the way oh, the pages are laid out. You know, really looks looks special. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, when you go to the chapters and there's always some copy and then mm-hmm. on the right-hand page at the top, there's a little bit of imagery to give you a little flavour of what it's going to be. Yeah. And then you go into it. And, um, uh, yeah, so it did work quite well like that. Um, and just little anecdotes, little stories. Um, yeah, there's a few new bits in there. I mean, I didn't cut and paste from Queen Unseen. I, I rewrote the whole thing based yeah. on, on this. And then that's what the... Um, the publisher then, yeah, he did a bit of an edit and whatever, and, and we got there. So, Yeah, excellent. Um, so when you're looking at the images, Peter, um, when you were, I guess, assembling them for the book, um, I'm going to assume there was ones you hadn't seen for, for many years, and, and, and having look, looked at those images, were, were memories just coming back, looking at these images? Was Or, or is it all pretty much there anyway? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot more hair then. You know, <laughs> and I was a cup two or three stone lighter. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I suppose it, yeah, you've got this kind of well, parallel of just as we spoke earlier about the Freddie auction at Sotheby's and mm-hmm. going through, and people said, Oh, were you emotional? and um, not particularly i mean it was like oh yeah great i remember that you know oh yeah, God, yeah. yeah. i mean he could hardly fit into that and i remember him you know <laughs> <laughs> how tight it was or he wouldn't wear that because it was too hot on stage or as i say they were his working outfits his tools for his trade you know and um of course it was it was emotional on a certain level but I mean, I did, you know, go. Oh God, I'm longing for that, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was interesting because um, the jacket that he's wearing on the cover of my book with the beer, um, mm-hmm. we couldn't find it. And I had a private tour. They gave me a private tour in the end, and um, I wasn't that bothered to go. But my partner, who's from Munich, and she said, "Oh, I'd love to go," you know, because she knew the band and stuff. Oh, I'd love to go. All right. And then we did find that leather jacket tucked away. And the girl said, oh, do you want to try it on? You know, I said, well, never fit me. And so, <laughs> and so my partner had it, and she recreated the pose of Fred with the beard. Oh, lovely. <laughs> cool. cool. But they didn't, they hardly pushed that jacket at all. It still went for about mm. 27 grand. But, I mean, he yeah. wore it a lot more than people say. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that image and whatever. And then, you know, sort of odd, strange things. Well, as I say, like basically an unused pair of trainers going for 50 grand. So, uh, insane, yeah, totally. But, um, yeah, so I suppose in some ways there are parallels, revisiting, you know, Fred with the exhibition, revisiting the whole band and my past with, with the book, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was quite satisfying. And, um you know, the end of the day. I mean, I'm very pleased with it. And like my written book, there's nothing in there to upset people, you know. And yeah. and if people don't like it, well, I don't really give a toss, you know. So, <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> but um, I think, you know, uh, objectively, it's done pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Done, yeah, a lot better than a lot of other books out there who, you know, get churned out and, don't have as much thought or whatever or 
or to be fair, they're not put together by people who had the knowledge and yeah, yeah, not yeah trying to be arrogant or anything, but you know, oh, you were there. Yeah, you were there. I was there, you know, 24 seven and I know what happened and, and all of that. So it makes it, yeah, a lot more intimate. So oh, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pleased with it anyway. So Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing without blowing smoke. Um, well, the sun don't shine and all that. Um, you, you're quite. You're almost. I don't want to say you're unique in that um, respect, but you're you're one of a, a, a select few of people who don't exploit. Yeah, totally. a situation that could be very, very mm. easily exploited. Yeah, you absolutely. know. Um. Yeah. I mean, there are people who were with the band and around the band who. Uh, yeah, I think they take advantage in different ways. Um, mm. I certainly don't approve of. Um, you know, I don't want to become some circus sideshow, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Um, I get lots of invites to do all these conventions and all these kind of things. And, you know, I have a busy life and, um, you know, I've got, well, sadly, my dad died recently, but um, I've still got my mum to care for quite a lot now. And I'm in Munich a lot of the time. And so, you know, I I can't commit to all these things. And yeah, you know, some people are very understanding and, and and very respectful. And other people, you know, are sort of well, quite rude. It's like, well, why don't you want to do it? And it's like, well, yeah. because it's I you, don't yeah. necessarily have the time. And it's not I, I never ask for any money or anything like that. I yeah, mean, yeah. Pay your expenses, but it's like mm-hmm. And then people think, oh, it's all about money, and it isn't. I mean, I don't certainly don't, um, you know, ask money yeah. for these things. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I'd rather give the money, well, like you guys, charity. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, say my conscience is clear. You know, so I mean, absolutely, I absolutely, yeah. I mean, this cup here, actually. I mean, that was Fred's favourite coffee mug, and I used to give him that every sound check. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, there are no photographs of it. (laughs) But it's believed to be the mug, though. It's believed to be the mug. No, no, no. I can assure you. (laughs) It's bound to be. And I mean, seriously, I mean, I could put all kinds of things into auction and make a lot of money. But it's yeah, just but, wrong, you know. Yeah, because it, at the end of the day, somebody you obviously had a, a a close relationship, you know, whether it be a working relationship, you're still close to the guy. So it's totally understandable that you wouldn't exploit that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I kind of think that, you know, in some ways he's looking after me now. I mean, yeah. you know, with the, the thing in Munich and the book sales, I mean, sorry, the print sales, which is just going fantastic. The exhibitions. Um, which have been in Italy and another one in Munich and, and, and all of that stuff. And then I did a few talks before COVID. And so, yeah, I kind of think he looks, looks down on me and thinks, you know, well, yeah, that's all right. You know, and then I'm not yeah. s- selling my story to, you know, the gutter press or, um, yeah. you know, making outlandish claims and just, yeah. Cheapening, um, cheapening the legacy you know um, yeah yeah absolutely or, or betraying confidences because yeah that's nah, just for me it's just not the right thing to do you know yeah 
No, yeah, absolutely. That's a I real mean, quality. Think... <laughs> yeah, no, indeed it is. Indeed yeah. it is. That was Fred's yeah. mantra, you know, quality and style. Um, yeah, well, that's um, it, yeah. Quality and style. It will always come through, you know. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, and I, I saw Mac a couple of weeks ago. I was in, um, oh, excellent. in cool. Germany, and um, we went to a, a beer garden, had lunch together, and, um, yeah, and, you know, Mac is still the same. He's still very, you know, calm, gentle guy, and, um, yeah, you know, obviously has – Fantastic memories, and um, I don't think he saw the auction uh, or came over and saw it or anything. And um, yeah, I think he felt that it was a shame in some ways. But um, you know, uh, and I spoke to Mike Moran, and Mike said, "Oh, he said, yeah, I, I saw some of the gifts I gave to Fred in cabinets." You know, yeah, oh, cool. Um, I don't know if you know that Montserrat Kabai's daughter. Um, she sang. Um, there was some private event before the auction, and I think it could have been Mike played the piano at the Yamaha, Ooh, and then Montserrat's wow. awesome. daughter was singing, and there was some cocktail party or something. Amazing. Ah. And then they got Mike to authenticate whether he'd written certain things down, which he did. And he said, and they sold for 57 grand. He said to me, um, I'll have to knock a few more out, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but, but no, I mean, you know, Mike and Mac, they're the real deal. They, you know. Yeah. Had, yeah. They, they uh, can exploit it as well, but they don't. Yeah. Don't, yeah. They had great working relationships with Fred and there was huge respect. And they're both, you know, brilliant at what they do and, and yeah. still do. Yeah. Um, mm. I know Mac's been working with Billy Squire again recently. Oh, oh right, right, right. right. Yeah. And there was a gift Billy bought for Fred that was in the sale um, after he did the work on Love is the Hero and mm -hmm. laid it with a tenor sax. And I was with him and um, and we went round to Fred's house and played him the cassettes and he was like, um, oh, I think you could do this, dear, that, dear. And in the end, Fred came in the studio and reworked it with him. Right. Penny, anything, you know. So then Billy said, oh, I want to buy him a gift. And so we went out down the King's Road. There was this Art Deco shop and picked out this, this silver stylized fox on a marble base and used to sit on his coffee table. And, uh, oh, and that, was it. that was in the sale. So um, I think Billy, I think he would have quite liked to have it back. But um, yeah, yeah, went, that nice. Yeah. Went for a lot of money. So, um, but anyway, so. Um, yeah. And of course, your, your some of your prints um, were in the auction as well, Peter. That, that's right. I think there was four, four prints. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. For about twenty, twenty something thousand pounds. Just over twenty grand. I mean, cheap, really. Someone got a bargain, you know. And they weren't yeah, absolutely. Designed, you know. So um, yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were gifts to Fred from me, and um, because yeah, uh, he was kind enough to give me work as a photographer when I left the band, you know, um, and believed in me and, um, you know, supported my decision to go off and do something creative. So yeah, that was, that was great. And, um, I say I had a couple of them hand colored, the pink suit, great pretender one and, um, the robes one, uh, which is not the one, like the one I sent you guys, slightly different image. All right. Um, and also the background is completely bleached to white, whereas 
Yeah. And you've got you have the whole background with the you know, all the studio bits and the, yeah, the yeah. Kind of scaffold and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And and he loved that. He liked that. He said, Yeah, well that's the that's me. I'm the great pretender, you know, mm-hmm. I'm this, you know, silly old tar um in a crown <laughs> and robes. But to make that you need the bits of gaffer tape and the poles and the totally. uh, so I think he liked that sort of contrast really. Yeah. Um, and um Funny enough, I've had few requests since. I mean, I had one about ten minutes after those prints sold. So um, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, so excellent. Yeah. Well, it's actually the, it was interesting in you and you coming back to the book um, because you the, the the image of Freddie with the pink suit on and with you know with hands in the air and it was the way it was. It was I forget the process, but it left those black marks all over the. The image, well, and I, I remember seeing that image many years back, and I thought it was just an effect, or uh, you know, I thought it was deliberate, you know. But you, I found um, out obviously reading the book, it wasn't, you know. It's a Polaroid, um, and with black and white Polaroids, you had a negative, and um, when um, you you peeled it back, there was a negative, and with the pack of Polaroid, there was this chemical, and it came, and it was like a sort of sponge and you could wipe it onto the negative and there was another one to wipe onto the print and it would keep them otherwise the print would completely fade um, Mm -hmm. and just bleach out and then it would retain uh, the negative and I I kept hold of those negatives and then um, uh, years ago my printer um, uh, he, uh, he printed them up and now Obviously, digital age, I had a high-res scan done because this stuff's organic and it won't last forever. And funny enough, Fred liked that as well because some people say it looks like butterflies. Some people say it looks like stars or kind of, you know, confetti. And it's just contamination. That's all it is. Nothing else. Um, Just pure coincidence, really. And that's why... um, yeah, that's why we put that in the book, you know. So if you are enjoying this episode, um, we'd really love you to donate to the Just Given page that we've got set up. So that's justgiven.com forward slash page forward slash queen hyphen uncovered. And we'll put this in the description of the podcast. So um, whatever you can can afford, we'd really, really much appreciate it. It's a, a charity close to Peter's heart. And yeah, yeah, in memory of my dad. So there you go. Sorry. Excellent. Thank you, gents. I've 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 been kind of dominating here. Is there anything you wanted to kind of come in with um, here to, to ask Peter? Yeah, I I want to ask you about um, the image for the play the game single. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, 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 like everyone else, you mentioned it in the book. Um, I I thought the background was fire, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's water. It's and it's incredible how you come up with this. This image, you know, so you, so it's a, it's a picture you took of a, a river, a weir, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's um right outside the Munich Hilton, and um, it's I can't remember the name of it, but it runs into the Isar, the main river, and uh, and at that time I just got this new camera, and I got these filters, which which used to give you uh, color in the sky. They're graduated, so you could slide them up down. You could make the sky sort of darker or whatever or give it a pink hue or whatever it is and i just because photography was my passion i was just playing around and um i've been asked to do the pictures of the band for the game uh inside and all that you know and um 
And then uh, I was playing around with these when everything was processed and I got a light box and, um, and Fred was coming along. What are these, dear? What are these? And I said, oh, and I'd use these rainbow filters and these. Oh, yes. Let me look. And it was Fred who did it. I mean, Fred took the image of the band and got the other one and he went, that's it. Yeah, that's what we want, you know. And of course, in those days, to comp something like that together was very difficult before digital. Yeah, you could do it um, in seconds now, probably, yeah. And and the hardest thing of all, there was always Brian's hair, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can cut round things, but um, but yeah, that's... Um, and we kind of wanted to put those stories in the book because it is a photography book. And yes, in some ways, it's my journey as a photographer to kind of... Mm becoming a better photographer and getting to the level where I could, you know, think, well, maybe I can make a living out of this. And um, so, yeah, quite fortuitous, like a lot of things in life. Um, but I think when they did the video, it was fire. They used a background blue screen of yeah. fire, um, definitely. But um, um, for the shot, no, it's the, uh, and I think, they they show four different pictures, so you can see the water. Yeah, four of them, yeah. Yeah, so that gives you. Yeah, I think it's just, and there's a picture of the camera as well. I've still got the, it was taken on. So cool. those kind of stories are quite nice. Um, how they came about, um, and um, yeah, and a few others. I think there's the overhead ones in Japan where I put the camera in the lighting rig. And um, yeah, my remote awesome. control. Um, and there's a few of those. I think there's a little story about it. And um, yeah, uh, because I mean, in the Sotheby's sale, there were loads of Fred's Polaroids from the the old SX70, mm -hmm. and um, and he loved um, you know using it back then. I mean, uh, and obviously that collection went for an incredible amount of money and. Yeah. And I think I'm in some of them. Uh, I probably even took some of them. So, uh, so yeah, but a different type of Polaroid. I mean, um, the one I had was specialised to go on the back of the camera. So it was the same size as the frame of the camera. Whereas Fred had the, you know, the SX-70 where it, it came out the front. You had a battery pack with it, six or eight, I think. And they were all the rage in the 70s. So, um mm. Uh, so yeah, um, again, it's all part of that era, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. it's not doing it on your phone now, so um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. so yeah, again, showing how things were done, um, to create those things, which could be done very simply now, um, but you still had to think of the ideas, but uh. But no, definitely the one of putting that coloured top in was that was Fred. That was Fred's idea. Yeah, awesome. We were just talking. We were just talking as well before before we came on here, Peter. Um, that you know, it's very rare to see pictures of Freddie smiling, and I just thought it was awesome that you know you've got that picture, the one where he's got the big, the big massive smile. I think it's from the well, the Made in Heaven, video. a Hard Life video, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's one of my favourite pictures because you actually see. You actually see the guy light up in the picture, and I think that is brilliant that you captured that because it's very rare to see that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think because 
of the relationship we had, mm. he never felt threatened. And yeah. Um, yeah. if you, if you're a, if he's in front of a press photographer or photographer, he, he you know didn't know, it stiffens up a bit and the top lip comes down, and and it's the, you know whatever he used to do or the, yeah. the shoulders come up and it's the macho thing. Yeah. But I, and and also you know when you have a camera, a 35 mil camera pointed at you. I mean, it's quite an aggressive thing in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's um, invasive, yeah. And so, you know, people do, um, I suppose, go into some sort of auto pose or whatever it is. But, um, I mean, when you see film clips, you'll often see Fred laughing a lot. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And this is, I mean, I know it's an old subject, but in the movie... Yeah. Rap Malik doesn't laugh once. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. laugh once. Yeah. I don't think he even smiles in the film, or he might give a half smile. Yeah, can I? I, totally. I just think, but Fred used to laugh, and he used to shriek with laughter. You know, yeah. at the most yeah. ridiculous things. So that was part of his character. And I yeah. think, um, yeah, there are some cheeky pictures of him in in there, and um, yeah, you can see he's. Uh, He's he's laughing for me or whatever. So uh, so I think I was very lucky in that having that relationship with him that um, he would do that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I could catch him off guard, like when he was a bit more thoughtful. Um, yeah. Things like that picture of Queen Unseen, where his head's dropped down, mm -hmm. the beer, and just for a split second, he looks very vulnerable. You know, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, yes, even though you know. He's got a leather jacket and jeans on. He's holding a beer in a phallic yeah. way. Um, <laughs> and I've got a few pictures like that of him um, where the head has just dropped and he looks, yeah, very... Contemplative sort of thing. Yeah, yeah contemplative and, and vulnerable and just mm -hmm. human, you know. Human, yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's it. And I think that's, that's the... The beauty of your images, Peter. You know, yeah, I think we would totally. all agree with that. Is we we, we see human more human, um, you know, you know, human elements of the band in these pictures. Um, the, your pictures of John, I absolutely love your pictures oh, of John. Brilliant. Um, yeah. um there's one with John laughing. Yes, yeah, brilliant. You laugh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and this one is it looks actually quite mean and moody. He's got the the brown leather jacket on and he's got the Telecaster. The telecaster. telecaster. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, love that, that photo as well. Place sound check. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the one of him laughing—that's in Montreux in '78, and Robin uh, Patchell. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, again, I mean, all the band, you know. Sorry, it's pissing it with rain here. Fuck me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you'll have to edit that. That's all right, mate. We're Scottish. Don't worry about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a rain filter. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, all the band. I mean. You know, they all had great humour and they all loved to laugh and, and particularly in the studio and, and we'd enjoy a lot of the same humour. You know, it was Faulty Towers or whatever it might be. And, um, yeah, uh, and Rog too. I mean, Brian, you know, it, we all used to just have good laughs together because yeah. uh, and sometimes you're in danger of taking everything too seriously. And um, yeah. And also, I think part of the job of being one of the crew was, even though we never had an official job description, 
was to lighten the mood sometimes, you know, and kind of, um, you know, when you could see things were getting tense or whatever, then you'd just go in and make some stupid comment or whatever. You'd do an impression of someone that, you know, they thought would be amusing or whatever. So there was always a lot of humour around. And in the band, they took their music seriously, but obviously the Break Free video and things like that. Yeah. They could they could have a good laugh at themselves. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Paul, you were talking about um, I think before you came on, Peter, we were again discussing the images and then the book itself. Um, and Paul, you were talking about um, the picture of Fred when he first grows the, the moustache. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just that it, it's just great that you you were there. Um, you know when he just grown the the moustache, and then at the the video for. The, the great pretender when he's you know getting his shaved off, yeah, yeah, and it's just amazing that you were there at both those, you know, uh, well, the evolution. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of was that was a sort of came very quickly that idea of having the first and, and the last because I don't think after Great Pretender he ever grew it again. I don't think. No, so. I don't think. No, I don't think so. no. Not to my knowledge. Later no. videos. I mean. He, has you know a beard sort of thing? Older, yeah. He had a sort of wispy beard, I think, to obviously hide his skin and and the fact mm-hmm. that sadly he's, he was getting a bit gaunt and all that. But yeah. I don't think he ever grew the tash again. And um, no, no, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it was it was just spontaneous. I mean, um, we're in Musicland and um, the table there, and there's other pictures taken around that table where. Um, I mean, he's leaning at me during breakfast, looking at me. You got Brian eating breakfast, and that was just like where we used to hang out. And then he says, he said, "Ratty, come on," he said, "Done." You know, with your Polaroid thing, he said, "Take a picture of me." I said, "All right, Fred. I want to see how I look. I want to see how I look." <laughs> yeah, all right. And then he was, and he was so impatient because you have to wait sixty seconds, <laughs> and depending on temperature is if it's a bit cooler you have to wait a bit longer come on come on come on give it to me give it to me and i mean color ones they don't have negatives but um uh anyway oh i look marvelous don't i I'm like, <laughs> well i think the jaw is out fred you know so <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. but if you look at him um in that picture it just looks like a, a young man i mean it's incredible. yeah i mean yeah, yeah. And he was probably, what would he have been then, 32, 33, I suppose, in 19, yeah. it was 1980. So, yeah, in about, about 33 or something. One of the one of the pictures in your book is one of my favourite images of Freddie I've ever seen is the one where he's sitting with the acoustic guitar and then he's sitting at the table. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's again, the same that's, table. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's such a... Great, great image, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, that was the picture that uh, certain people wanted to publish uh, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the catalogs. Um, and um, if you look, if you, well, if if you know a little bit about guitar, he's playing a D chord, which yep, is yep. a crazy little thing, you know. I mean, that's the intro. So yeah, people totally. think, oh, that he's he's writing it there, you know. Yeah, and I can't remember what he was playing. He might have been. I mean, it was it was certainly around that time, but I think Crazy had already been laid down by then, maybe. But right. that used to happen. I mean, he'd just grab a guitar and he'd do something um, in rehearsals or 
say, at the dinner table. But they all would, you know. They'd all. Yeah. So, but no, and there's a contact sheet um, that goes with it. You've got the picture of Fred with the guitar. Then you see the contact sheet. And there's one where he's holding up a magazine with a yeah. picture of himself in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with all these, you know, macho leather mm. cap gear on and all that. And he's laughing in a couple as well. And it works quite nice as a little set. And, yeah, they're great. I love those images. They're, they're really yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So um, th those kind of things. And they, well, they give you the sense of that era, you know, because so many people think of Fred as having a yellow jacket and a moustache. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah, totally. And, you know, forget when, you know, he had all the low long flowing locks and the you know yeah. the satin and the sequins and the platform shoes and and yeah. all that which uh, yeah probably i preferred that um, yeah, yeah us too i think yeah. <laughs> i think we really agree yeah <laughs> but, but we love i think we love all, I love all, all the of, 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 of uh, freddie and self image wise but yeah the 70s sort of ticks a box for us you know the late, especially um, the late 70s for me i i, I like the macho look i thought that was cool <laughs> <laughs> which, which look sorry the the macho look with the leather cap i like because i remember at the time that um there was a, a thing with, with him and was it rob halford from judas priest because that's right yeah they were both yeah. rocking that that same sort of biker look exactly. at that yeah. yeah and it was well the village people as well <laughs> <laughs> The first time he wore one of those caps on stage was in the States, and it wasn't a leather one. It was um, a chauffeur's cap. And oh, right. ah. chauffeur's. It's the same shape, yeah. but it was like grey felt with a black band or whatever. And um, and he took it off the chauffeur. And I remember he wore it on stage and then mm. soon, soon afterwards got the leather caps and one had a chain and one didn't. And but, yeah. Yeah, but it... First time, I think it was Boston actually, and um, cool. like doing wearing a chauffeur's hat, Fred. You know? <laughs> <laughs> think, um, Brilliant. And he changed it to uh, you know the PVC or the leather or whatever it was. So yeah, but yeah, that was the that was the sort of change of image, if you like. That was seventy nine, eighty, doing the game um, when arguably you could say. Queen uh, changed from being a really good heavy rock band to becoming a really good commercial rock band. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. That yeah. Machine. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still think the game is a really good album. And, yeah. oh, I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. One yeah, of my one of my favorites actually. Yeah. I was listening to Dragon Attack the other day. Oh, great song! And was like. Fucking hell! I mean, you know, this is mm. this really hits the groove, and then yeah. all the percussion because all the crew played percussion on it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. right, amazing! Flash things and maracas and not excellent, whatever. And um, and there's a bit in there, uh, in the middle where there's a drum break. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I remember, and it was Max's idea, and it's actually two snare drums uh, tuned differently. And oh, he did it in cool. the middle of the room. And uh, I can remember, I can visualize it now. And um, Roger having the two, he wasn't in the drum booth, did it in the middle of the studio and just playing with them until he could get them to sound different, you know. And yeah. uh, and it's great, that and a brilliant oh, idea. 
That's mm. excellent. Everybody gets a little solo in that song. There's like a wee bass solo as well, and there's right. there's obviously the, the drum break and, and then the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it is. It's um, uh, it's a great track, and it's well, the idea came from the Sugar Shack. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I've heard unbelievably ridiculous theories that it's all about heroin. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> chasing oh, the dragon and all that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. no. I mean. Yeah, well, as you know, there's if you play another one, bites the dust backwards at the end, it says smoke marijuana. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> his whole aim was to put in some subversive, you know, dope message. I mean, that was it. Easy. <laughs> people have anything else better to do with their fucking lives, you know, than just yeah. make all this stuff up. Or uh, yeah, I know. probably they've been. Too much wacky backy, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. But um, but another game. I mean, that period, and there's pi- there's a picture of Roger playing guitar in the studio as well. That's like the picture, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, a Schecter. And uh, so one of the first ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite yeah. a modern looking guitar, actually. Because yeah. yeah, they started meeting them for Pete Townsend, didn't they? Exactly, that was yeah. it. Uh, and I remember going because I knew. Uh, Townsend's Road, you know, the Who's Road is really well. And I remember going to Hammersmith to see them and um, and he came sound check and his roadie came on and plugged this thing in. And then I think it's the volume control. You pulled it out a bit and it was like some kind of signal boost. And he mm. played a chord and it was like, fuck me, this is good. Okay, and, um, yeah, cool. yeah, so you're right. They were Towns, Townsend to start with. And then... Mm. Um, Roger had one. Roger had more guitars than anyone else. Um, really? Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you look in those pictures of the studio um, in Munich and there's rows of guitars. Yeah. But, I mean, the solo in Crazy uh, was played on um, uh, one of Roger's guitars. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. The Black Telecaster, I bought Brian for the uh, for the video. He didn't have it and up until the video. So right. mm. that was never, never in the studio. Um but it might have been later on for Hot Space or something. But mm-hmm. it was one of Rogers. He had some really old Telecasters. Yeah. He even had a broadcaster. Broadcaster, yeah, yeah. Number 17 or something, yeah. Something crazy. I mean, that's yeah. 1948 or something. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the one Brian plays in um, the back chat video. Back chat, yeah. yeah that's right, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's Rogers. So, um, um so yeah, that that whole period of um, uh, experimentation. They had the Lin drum machine then, um, which was used for various stuff. Um, and yeah, and it was a. I think it was a very happy time as well for the band um, mm-hmm. because um, they'd gone into Munich and uh, it was the end of the year out, the tax year and all that. No pressure. Uh, just put some stuff down. They met Mac, and like everything in life, it was all just things at the right time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they got on really well with Mac. Everybody loved Munich. They could be who they wanted to be. No one bothered them. Studio was great. And so it was conducive to, yeah, putting down good songs. And yeah. there was so much stuff that never got used from uh, the game. Really? Oh, stuff that stuff of Fred's I don't think has ever ever come out. It's very simple things, almost like sound a bit like Cliff Richard, very sort of light and poppy and um 
Yeah, I mean, it's probably in some uh, evil villain's vault. So. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that, we, you know, as, as vault, but, fans um, you want to hear, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that time was great, and we all, all ate together, and we all drank together, went to the Sugar Shack. and I mean, Fred used to come as well. I mean, when all the gentlemen's clubs had closed, he would come on, and um, then we'd go back to the Hilton, be a party in his suite or in Rogers or... Yeah, and I think um, I think particularly that the game album, even though it was done in different periods, um, I think it was a very happy time. And having a number one single in America, well, when we hadn't even finished the album, well, that was uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I remember funny. Paul Paul Prenter came in, and uh, we were in the control room, and he came in. That's right. I was wanting to be important. I've got something important to tell you guys. You're number one in America. And they went, yeah, we know already. Just <laughs> <laughs> shot them down. <laughs> so first this bubble, you know, and it was like, let's have a couple of drinks then, you know. It's, uh, oh, yeah, man. Let's have a light ale or something, you know, or a sherry. Or something, but, um, <laughs> well, I, so, I, talking I, about the crazy little thing, uh, video, um, Peter, I know the, it was the Throw These Hands. Do, do you know which set of hands are yours? Do you know what I think they the are? Ones are? Mine are the ones that are the wrong way around, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're supposed to be facing one way, mine are facing the other way, I think. <laughs> right. And I know that I was, because we were lying on our backs, and my and I, I think Crystal was behind me. I mean, all we were trying to do was look through the hole up at those girls, darling. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Schoolboy stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, um, you know. So, yeah, I put a few more images from there. Uh, there's a different one of Fred with a dancer in there. Um, and in Munich, there's uh, Roger with a drum sticker. It's a different image. Um, it's not the one that was in my other book. So I just wanted to kind of, yeah, put a little twist on it. So, you know, when all the pedants, who I'm sure there'll be many, say, well, that picture was in your other book, and that's it. No, it wasn't. It was a different. No, yeah, yeah. So just to try and give, apart from the completely new ones, something different take on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that chapter was good, and um, there's uh, there's a story. I mean, in it, I show like pictures of Munich in the snow, and you've got the trams and it's snow everywhere, and you've got the sort of advertising for beer on the side of the tram to you know date it to being forty something years old. Yeah. Anyway, I was um, I was in Munich uh, a while ago, at my partner's, and we were down in the cellar of the house where she is. And um, I said, Have "You got any old Deutschmarks?" And she said, "I don't know." Anyway, I just by sheer chance I found a Deutschmark, and it was dated 1979, and that was when we first went to Munich, and that's oh, when I first I first met her, and oh, so yeah. that that's in the book. And he just says that, you know, then touring Europe, it was Deutschmarks, it was Francis, French, well, French Franks, it was, yeah, you know, and, yeah. Dutch Cretins or whatever they are, or I don't know, yeah. Swedish Kroner. And, uh, people forget that, you know, you had to change all your money from country uh, to yeah. country. And, yeah. and they used to stamp your passport. Uh, so as you probably saw through the book, you've got stamps from passports and visas and, just to give it that flavour, really, you know, of um, yeah. 
of that time, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm particularly happy with the Munich section. Um, I think yeah. that works, works very well. Um, uh, obviously, and I think I put in the book, I wasn't the band's official photographer, so there's not many live shots. It was only, there were a few occasions I was asked to take some pictures. So all the live shots are only ever from about three or four shows ever. So, yeah. and then things like the tie your mother down video uh, was a video. So I got shot from there. So, um, um, so yeah, I mean, but I think there's enough just to give a bit of flavor anyway. So, yeah, I mean that That's, that live shot. Of, sorry, Joe. Just no, uh, carry on, mate. that live shot um, of Freddie at the piano, and you've got John in the silhouette. Yeah, I just oh, nah, that's that's that's, 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 that's superb. Love yeah. that. That's that's one of my favourites, I would say, and mm. uh, and I wanted to do that for myself because I saw that every night. Yeah, 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 of course. And I knew the colours, the lighting designer used, and and I could see John in silhouette and. You know, usually he was in the same position, so he wasn't, mm -hmm. you know, behind Fred. He was just to the side, and I just yeah. thought, I've got to do it. And yeah. I knocked off a few frames one night, and that was it. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, quite satisfying, you know, to get those, because during the show, there are certain things you would see that really stick in your mind, you know? Oh, like yeah, totally. Fred out front on the catwalk and, you know, giving it all and get the audience to sing back and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, to, to have some of those uh, little live shots in there uh, is, awesome. is very, yeah, it's very rewarding. So Yeah. I was going to ask as well, Peter, there's a few images from the Princess of the Universe video. Uh -huh. I was just going to ask a wee bit about that. Did you get Brian the Flying V guitar for that video, or do you know the, <laughs> the Flying V guitar? He plays like a a white Flying V in that uh, it's video. A, uh, it's not a Flying V. I think it's I think it's, it's Jackson, Washburn or something. Is it? Oh, or Washburn. Or Washburn. Yeah, Washburn. Yeah, Washburn. Yeah, right, I, think, okay. I think it's Washburn. I mean, the Flying V. I bought him. Uh, well, I bought it for myself, and then. He said, oh, I've always wanted a flying V. So right. he ended up with Brian. It's like I, I bought a Dobro in a pawn shop in Seattle. And he was like, oh, I've always wanted a Dobro. Oh, okay, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> just stealing all your guitars. <laughs> well, no, I got the money for it, you know. But uh, anyway, oh, just. Yeah. Anyway, um, the um, the flying V he ended up using in uh, on tour in 82 because he smashed the, white, uh, the backup, the John Birch white one. So ah, oh, he had to okay. have Flying V as a backup, but it's a different in Prince's. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Washburn. I couldn't swap. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so uh, but, a, no, I mean, I had no choice of what they were playing or wearing. It was just uh, yeah, just because you were saying about Roger with the you know the telecast, I thought maybe. You know, maybe you'd give him it. It was an errand, uh, you know, to go and get a kind of jaggy looking yeah, guitar. Go, go and get a, a heavy metal looking <laughs> guitar. Yeah. John plays a different bass in that. Um, yeah, it's right, like a, yeah. It's got a weird headstock on it. I think it's... Yeah, it's uh, kind of wooden and it's quite, quite kind of jaggy yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, and he, he also used that, I think, in some of the later videos. And there was yeah. another strange guitar he had for the... Friends will be friends. Yes, I think it's the same oh, one. It's yeah. a brown one. Yeah, oh, that, that. yeah, yeah. Weird headstock. Head uh, yeah. Like a hook. And I mean, I think basically, um, someone 
offered him the guitars for free and, and said, oh, well, you know, if you could put it in a photo or a video or something. And he did. And yeah. I mean, back then, we used to be given things, but there was never any contracts, you know. Yeah, yeah. We used to get given, you know, Nike and Adidas shoes, Puma, loads of Puma stuff from Germany. Mm-hmm. And never any contracts, never any money, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So different world, you know. So yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, I think they got uh, they got good coverage. Uh, the, the absolutely. So, well, absolutely. The, the, the Adidas became... Like kind of synonymous with Freddie, didn't it? You know, with yeah, the Freddie, even they were you know, all the, wearing them at one point. Weren't yeah, they? totally. Were, yeah, yeah. run about the works sort of time. They were. Yeah, yeah. Then, well, Adidas was German, German as well. You know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, you were talking about your own exhibition, uh, Peter. You know, um, it was in Munich this year, wasn't it? And now, now it's in Julia, is it at the moment, or or has been? I had one in Munich. Um, it was almost a couple of years ago, and it was for the 30th anniversary of Fred, you know, passing. So it was just to acknowledge, if you like, and well, celebrate him. Mm-hmm. And because Munich was a, a place that he loved and uh, everyone loved. So it was all images in the studio at Munich or with a, a Munich-related theme. So there might have been a couple of pictures from the crazy video or the Gaga video, which were all done in Munich. So, and that went very well. Um, but no, recently I've had these big shows in Italy with um, yeah. a, a big one in Turin. Uh, currently it's in the South of Italy in Puglia and that finishes in a week or two. And then it goes to Rimini. Um, and then uh, I've got another one in Munich for the book, which will have images from the book. Right. And then at the start of December, I've got a really big one in Rome where we've got um, a lot more images and, you know, images that I've found. And we have these big panels and um, they just set the theme. And in the um, South American section, you open it up and there's a scoreboard, those old digital scoreboards. And it's from Sao Paulo, and it says Queen. But some of the lights are missing, you know? And it, ah. uh, and then there's a couple of guys walking along the, the upper level. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, the publisher and the designer, they just loved it. Anyway, we have that in the show. It's three metres wide. Wow. And it's, cool. and it's at the entrance, and you come in, and it just looks like, wow. Yeah. And... What makes it great is because lots of the little lights are, you know, not working. Yeah, I'm not working, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like the old football stadiums, you know, when you used to have those digital, well, not I don't know if they're digital, whatever they were, bits got yeah. missing and stuff. And um, Yeah. So things like that, the pizza oven rig, you know, we got big three-meter one oh, of that. Oh, that great. picture's amazing. That yeah. looks really good. Um, yeah. We've got um, that suitcase of mine with all the stickers on. Uh, mm-hmm. that one uh, and so they kind of set the tone for the different um, different sections and the sections of the show kind of follow the book a little bit we put Munich and Montreux together uh, we got a live thing which is yeah sound check live shows kind of like that a video section and then uh, for the big show we're going to have a bit of a South American part as well so stuff from there and I've got 
Yeah, we're going to have a great big, they call them wallpapers, these big panels. And in the South American section, there's a picture, a double-page spread, and it's the crowd before the first show in Buenos Aires. Um, All you can see is the crowd. And, um, you know, you couldn't get a sardine in there. And it's just (laughs) steaming. I mean, um, I don't know if you you can remember it. Where is it? It's uh, this one here. Oh, what oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah, an image? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's, in, that's insane. And it um so it just people. sets the mood. And um yeah, I mean there's there's negotiations to take a show down to Argentina, but it's yeah, lots of uh, politics and whatever. But yeah, it'd be nice to do it. Um so those kind of images, uh again, they've never been seen. And mm-hmm. I think the start of the chapter, you've got the guard. The Brazilian guard in front of John's guitar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 and kind of just giving you that flavour of um, of you know what it's all about, and um, uh, and then kids in Rio, you have got people playing football on the beach, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah, just as I said, give you a flavour of, of the era, and not just like pretty pictures of the band, and um, yeah, yeah, totally, um, totally, the cities. I mean. Probably one of my favourites in it is, um, where are we? That, that's quite nice. The on the road thing with that. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, oh, yeah. Which is, yeah, just says we'll that's just... what on the road is all about. Oh, here we go. This is Japan. Um, so, where the fuck is this other one? <laughs> <laughs> it was in, uh, I know. Ah. Uh, there, there, the bird, uh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, but with the, it was a sticker I had, and I mean, the lips, the red lips, and it yeah, just, yeah, thumbs up Berlin. That's what it was all yeah, about. This is the contrast um, between, yeah, the party city yeah, and, uh, and the, the sort of exactly. Communist. And then I've got a picture here that's the Val Buna in Berlin, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yep. he used to give his speech and all that. And then the Olympic Stadium was behind. And when you look very, very, very closely, you'll see Brian is sat there anyway. <laughs> awesome. That's the hot space thing. And then there's the Festhalle in Frankfurt. And I tie it in because that's where most of Live Killers came from, from that oh, show. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like here, you've got um, uh, the Edwin Shirley truck and the sign off to Yugoslavia. And then mm-hmm. this thing here of the gig in Zagreb. And I mean, these have never been seen before, you know. Oh, yes. Awesome, yep. I mean, just to say, gives a bit more depth to it, I think. Yeah, context, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, and there's a few stickers and, and bits and bobs. And yeah, I mean, every time I look through it, I think, yeah, you know, it's quite nice. Um, yeah, is that one of Deaky laughing there? That's a great oh, yeah, picture. Yeah. Brilliant. Great picture. Great. And then there's a little matchbook. Uh, it's the Eden Hotel, which is where it was a kind of record company party when we were doing jazz or something. And, um, uh, yeah, so things like that. Um, Fred in the bushes, you know. I love that picture. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Awesome, yeah. my. <laughs> uh, and, and this one um, in the ballet school, and when you look really close, that's the only picture of them rehearsing there before. And you can see Brian's boogie amp. Um, you can see the ovation. You see Roger and his kit, uh, various little pedals. And 
And that's Fred's Steinway that we used to take on tour because that's what was used um, in uh, in the studio. And then all these kind of things, like, you know, the final cassette of um, mm -hmm. jazz with all the running order. Yeah, um, I, mean, I love the one of, of Freddie. Uh, he's at the control uh, console and he's taking a draw of his fag. Oh, the fag, yeah. Just turned yeah. around. Just yeah, turned yeah, around. that's one yeah. of my yeah. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people yeah. love that one. That's yeah. The one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a one. Oh, that's right. class. Yeah. And that's Hot Space. And um, then you've got the whole Bowie thing. And then, you know, there's a very secret cassette there, which has got, um, you know, uh, people on the streets and, and a B-side that was never used. So uh, yeah, I mean, people will pick up on that. Yeah, that's awesome. The, um, yeah, the track thing from Power Station. And then you've got, um, that's the original video, um, which uh, was banned because it was too political. Um, oh, really? Under oh, pressure, yeah. And he got... Oh, yeah. All kinds of, I think it's it was, because I had footage from Northern Ireland. I think it was almost yeah. riots. There were riots, yeah. and there was yeah, explosions some, and stuff. The, yeah. the the American seal was shown being broken, and I think ah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, it was like yeah. But that's a little bit about the Bowie thing, and of course John's here at the same time, and there's Roger uh, during the under pressure sessions with a Walkman, you know, and we all. And He's indoors wearing shades. <laughs> well, no, they're proper glasses. Oh, are they right? <laughs> no, he ah, thought... always had bad eyesight. He always oh, really? Had... Oh, and really so when you see him with all those shades, they were prescription yeah. lenses. Prescriptions. Ah, oh, right, that ah, makes ah, sense ah. then. I thought he was just trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that as well, yeah. He had, uh, we used to call him Blind Melon Taylor. That was his <laughs> brilliant blues player. Blind, oh, that's <laughs> excellent. So, um, yeah, I mean, all those kind of little things like Super Bear in France. You got Roy Baker there on a little motorbike that was the front of the place. Uh, Jeff, the so, engineer, Jeff uh, Watman, yeah, 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 Jeff, yeah, sadly yeah. gone. Um, and again, no one's seen these pictures, so I felt this is the time to do it. I mean, the football team in, in sorry, in Brazil, when we yeah. took on a, a local side and um, yeah. we did quite well, actually. Um, did Freddie play? He's had goals. You've got Brian there with his son, uh, but the rest of it is the English and, uh, sorry, American crew. And there's a couple of the minders there, uh, sadly, not with us anymore. And, a lot of people, sadly, but um, but yeah, that's that South America thing. You got people playing football on the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big yeah. Rio ticket, Ipanema Cafe, just you know to set the tone, really. Yeah, but I, I think that's what elevates it, you know, because as yeah. you've said, uh, Peter, it's it's given that that context of the whole those the whole scenario you were in, the whole situation you were in. You know, I like this uh, this one here, um, and you've got this is one we were loading. The 747 oh, yeah. and it's got a map, and the, and the production manager just just pointing. You are here. That was a queen. <laughs> and then this is the itinerary page for the American art, which never got done. You know, never got ah, made. Right, right. I think there might be somewhere in there. There's a page for Arsenal or Man United was supposed to play there, um, right. and never did on the Hot Space mm -hmm. Tour. So, yeah. you know, there are things that fans 
don't necessarily know about them. Absolutely. There's a really good picture uh, of you, Peter, with uh, John. I think it looks like you're in an oh, airport yeah. or something. Get the headband on. Yeah, get the headband oh, yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. That's, a great, that's a great picture. <laughs> it was in South America. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think it was after the first show, I was shattered. And it was, I was doing my impression of the uh, tennis player beyond belief, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and there's also uh, that picture of of you and one of the other roadies, and and it was in and one of the papers as being Roger and John, wasn't that? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, arriving in um, in Rio, it was incredible. I mean, we, <laughs> we arrived before the band, and and I'm pushing me, you know, my luggage cart in. And then we had a VW van and we were loading stuff in and, and all this press are taking pictures. And it's like, yeah, Roger and John are going to have arrived trolleys through and <laughs> into a Volkswagen van. <laughs> so I, kept, I kept that one for posterity. I thought I was a good laugh. So. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, all those kind of things. Um, uh, I mean, obviously they bring the memories back, but... Um, I just think they give it a bit of depth and I hope that the people who buy it and read it and look at it, yeah, appreciate that because, oh, absolutely. you know, rather than just having a load of pictures of the band. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But that, that's, as I mean, again, again, without, without, um, you know, kissing your ass too much, Peter, <laughs> but as what you've done here is you've given, you've given Queen fans a gift here, you know, pulling all this together, the information, your memories, all the little ephemera you were talking about and put that into a book. That's that's a gift. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. It costs us money to buy it, but that's that's besides the point. It's, it's been, you know, it's something for us to get an even wider understanding of the band we love, you know? Yep, totally. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm sure you you all know that these kind of things could have been done a long time ago and could have mm. been done with possibly a lot more material, but you know, yeah. whether the impetus was there to do it or the politics, mm. who knows? But, um, yeah, totally. uh, yeah, it was a kind of natural progression, really, after the biography book to do this one. And, and yeah. I just get a lot of requests, oh, you should do a, uh, a photo book. And it was like, well, yeah, but I haven't got all these photos of the band, you know, from yes. the early days. I just don't have them because I didn't have a camera. And even... Mm-hmm. In the early days, it was like, well, you know, you don't take pictures of the band. It was a little bit like that. So yeah. that was when I just had like an Instamatic or something. So, but I think there's enough there from, you know, kind of night at the opera on uh, to give Absolutely. a little bit of, um, uh, because it is effectively my journey. It's not, um, you know, the complete definitive history of the band. It's, yeah. it's more I could give you, you know. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. And hopefully, it's uh, you know, it's enough to entertain people. So and, and give absolutely. them yeah, a bit of pleasure, good laugh. Does yeah. yeah, yeah, good laugh. Hopefully, and uh, yeah, totally. absolutely. Well, that's like even looking through it, it was like you know, I, yeah, I caught myself smiling a lot at the time. Look at the pictures, reading the information. Yeah, and, totally. And you know, um, so it was very, it was very nourishing actually looking at the the book. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, and the cover I think works really well. It's a great cover. It's probably yeah. amazing. Amazing. I mean, that uh, is from. There's a wider shot of that in the book, I think, um, and uh, in my other book, where Fred's at the keyboard sound check. I mean, they just cut him out and against white. 
But when you look at the scan really well, you can see his, um, uh, obviously you see, that's the piano. And on top of it is the keyboard, uh, the OBX synthesizer, because Mm -hmm. at that time they were doing Flash and Football Fight and all that. Yeah, yeah. synthesizer, yeah. But here, when you look at it on a screen, you blow it up, you can actually see John and you can oh, see cool. the guys. That's ah, excellent. Not right. that clearly, but um but you can see it. Is it. There. <laughs> so it's a fantastic picture. Ah, I mean fantastic. Great picture, and it that's just, the thing, it's your your pictures, Peter, are are the best as far as we're concerned. Yeah, they are totally. the best of the band, uh, our favourites yeah. and oh, thank you. you know the most pers- um, the most personable, definitely one hundred percent. But even know? from a technical standpoint, not that I'm yeah, a photographer yeah. or anything, I don't but know anything great, about photography, yeah. but they just they, some of these pictures are just absolutely outstanding. You know. Mm-hmm. Well thank you. I mean Interestingly, um, a few months ago, I met up with Neil Preston, who did mm-hmm. you know so many live shots of the band, and um, he's done the classic Freddie leaning back at Wembley with the you know yes. the yeah. stadium. And I mean Neil's live shots. I, I mean his book. I mean it's your jaw goes down. I mean yeah, yeah. he's photographed everybody and and so well, and um, it was for. It's something it's some I don't know cable channel or streaming thing in the states, and it's about his career and he wanted to talk to me and we went to the Gibson Guitar Showroom and um, the day before he'd been filmed with Jimmy Page because he was Zeppelin's tour photographer and um, right and his but his live stuff is just yeah. magnificent. no it's fantastic I mean shots of Bruce Springsteen and you'd have to get the book to see it. And ah, yeah. It Springsteen's foot, the toe of his foot is just off the floor and he's got his guitar and it's just like he's about to tap it down in time. And mm. just little, those moments. And um, I mean, Neil, and he's a great guy. He was really, really yeah. good. And um, But his live stuff. Um, well, he did do um, a Queen book as well as his own book. Um, ah, right, right. Yeah, yeah uh, out, actually, it's called the South America Years or something. Yeah, there's like the, the, the covers are is a it's like police. I raw police standing in front of a crowd. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Then um, his book with all the other bands and stuff he's done. It's called Exhilarated and Exhausted or something, mm-hmm. and the cover is Roger's drum kit after he's trashed it. Uh, and it's yeah. the pizza oven rig, and the pizza oven rig is there, and the bass drum is almost at the front of the stage. And um, ah, I, I mean, it's worth getting because I mean, it, it's yeah. a wonderful photography book. Um, mm-hmm. It really, really is. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, he got just that knack. Um, yeah. Also, because he was a nice guy and he got on with the crew, we'd let him do stuff on stage, you know? Uh, yeah. And he knew that we had a job to do. And so he would never get in the way. If you just tapped him on the shoulder or whatever, he, he'd just move straight back, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, so, and he, you know, that's why he'd say to Chris Lok, can I just get up on the drum riser at the end here? You know? Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, he'd say, Raddy, can I just come down by the piano just for this? Uh, well, actually, Neil, I've got this cue. Okay. Just tell me when. And so, yeah, there was a real respect, whereas a lot of photographers, you know, of that ilk, uh, 
tend to be a little bit aggressive and, um, yeah. you know, think they're above themselves. And um, mm-hmm. I know Terry O'Neill uh, was very similar. I mean, he sadly passed away a few years ago mm-hmm. and he did so much without. And um, uh, everyone says he was the same, you know, respected people and their jobs. And, and he got yeah. wonderful stuff of, of, of Alton. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was in, I was in a, a privileged position, but, you know, when you're in a position, you have to take advantage of it. And if you don't, yeah, um, you know, do that and apply it. I mean, I found, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Or you apply yourself and things in life often kind of happen for you. But um, true, yeah. you sit on your ass, you know, then they don't tend to. So, yeah, yep. Totally. Looking back, I think, you know, wow, I really did that, you know, and why yeah. did I go out and do that? But, you know, it was what, drove me back then what i love to do and um uh and i'm glad that i've got i've got most of it you know of course it would yeah. be lovely to have all of it but um uh i think it's a pretty good pretty good span so so uh, i mean does anybody have a, a favorite shot or well my i've actually taken a, a list of i think i might have discussed i've got too many i've got too many there is too many there's I mean, Freddie with uh, Augustina. I mean, that's obviously a, 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 a well, favourite, you know. So, I've already got a print of uh, one of my favourites, and that is the the We Will Rock You video that I got off you. Ah, uh, yeah, last ah, year. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, which yeah. is a, a, is like the second page of the book or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that, and and I've got to say the the picture of the pizza oven, just you know, without the band and all that, brilliant, just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I mean, there's also in the video section, there are some different shots from uh, the Rocky video. I think there's some black and white ones in there. Yeah, yes. Different. Um, uh, okay, they're, they're all great. I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling through. It's like, um, you know, they play the game video as well. Yeah, they're brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to show that um, the one I got of him jumping off the kit that – I only got one hit because it was, you know, the Hasselblad camera and you're like that and you're looking through and you get one hit and then you have to wind the film on. And yeah. I just wanted to show that I didn't quite get him on one or two, you know. Or, <laughs> so, <laughs> that sequence was quite nice. So to make it more real that it is photography and it was, yeah. well, you know, it wasn't the digital age and um the one Fred, he's like, he's like a star, <laughs> you know, star shaped. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's really good. Actually, it looks like Roger's fist is... We won't go there, you know, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, positioning. And there's one where actually, um, when he's got water being poured on him. Yeah, that one's oh, awesome. Yeah. He's getting no yeah. top on. Pouring <laughs> down and he's just like, you know, a oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all those kind of yeah off uh off screen moments if you like those are those are the best ones i think yeah, yeah. The, you know that the, like those ones that you know the band are like almost like kind of pissed off <laughs> in some of the shots those are great <laughs> oh i'll tell you one of my because i only found this image recently i mean i could i found some negatives and then i 
was looking through and I thought, why the fuck have I never printed this? Hang on. Um, and it is now, it's become very, very popular. Uh, oh, that's the one I was telling you, the sign, that one there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, is, yeah, yes. yeah. Ah, that's amazing. Uh, the old, yeah, like the old 1978 World Cup, you know. That, oh, yeah. It's yeah. Gold. This one here. Um, that's the ah, one now of yes, that picture. Yeah, that yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. He looks... <laughs> He looks a bit Salvador like Dali. <laughs> with his, his tash turned up. And, yep, totally, aye. And again, for me, he'd make that expression, you know? Yeah, totally. Was, for that. another photographer, it'd be... Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. yeah. Serious, um, yeah. So, yeah, so that that's quite nice. Um, and, I think, Paul, you were talking before we came on as well. Um, you were talking about that image of the Edinburgh Playhouse where you had to actually load oh, yeah. the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, the yeah. Yeah, I had to get a crane with a net. I mean, because it was, well, the place is built on a hill. All of Edinburgh's on hills, you know. Yeah. yeah. You literally had to have all the gear in a net up to a scaffold platform and then wheel it in through a hole in the wall. Wow. Well, Health and safety, yeah. <laughs> never existed, mate. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I just... Those kind of images must be. Uh, is that a thing about Scottish venues? Because you were you were complaining about the Apollo last oh, time we spoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, that was that was one of the worst uh, <laughs> all the way through until they got a side entrance years later. But um, yeah, but it was a tiny stage as well. Yeah. However, as you know, I mean, as a gig, I mean, I played there with Bowie. I played there with Mott. Played there with Lou Reed, with Mick Ronson, with Queen. And um, yeah, uh, uh, it was um, it was a hell of a an atmosphere, you know. It's funny because only a couple of nights ago I was at something, and um, Andy Mackay from Roxy Music, sax player, um, mm -hmm. he was there, and we were chatting about the old days, you know, and saying about um, those venues and and how great they were, you know, even though they were difficult sound wise sometimes but those theatres that kind of theatre circuit of Britain um, you know which were cinemas and whatever or small theatres and uh, just the energy and, and just yeah. how much fun it was you know um, mm, yeah. so yeah so that was quite interesting so, uh, <laughs> so I mean yeah I mean Roxy were a good good live band as well anyway yeah, yeah. great band because yeah. uh, and I didn't realise, I'd forgotten all about it. Um, he played the saxophone solo on All the Way to Memphis from Mott. You know the song? Oh, ah, yeah. did it. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And he said, yeah, he said, yeah, I did that. I mean, <laughs> such a lovely bloke. He's so understated. Oh, yeah, I did that one. Of course. Hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, from, from those days. And, um, and I think there's... Uh, it's the summer of 76, that chapter I did about uh, Ridge Farm and the Manor and then Edinburgh and Hyde Park and Cardiff. And you've got an enormous, you know, an Arctic full of gear to go to Ridge Farm. And I think you've, there's picture. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. all the cases. And then all the flight cases, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, so, uh, I'm sure people will say, well, that's not a picture of Freddie. 
uh, or it's not a picture of the band. And to those I, people, I, I'd say, oh, fuck off. But um, <laughs> well, exactly. we, we, we'd, we'd concur. <laughs> I, w- I would just say, well, you know, if you want pretty pictures of the band, go and buy the pretty picture books. But yeah, this yes. is something mm-hmm. else. Well, this the book. Bit- the book's as much about your journey as it is about Queen in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. your, your, you know your experience with the band and stuff. So, and and the era because um, yeah, totally. as I said it's like um, you know having an Arctic to put all the gear you know into a black and white barn, whereas mm-hmm. now you know you just take a couple of laptops with you and a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, and you're ready to go. Yeah. And, and just to show you know physically what you had to do and. Yeah. I think there's a picture of Fred playing tennis there and Roger by the mm. pool and, you know, and all those things that have never been seen. And there's an overhead shot of Roger's drum kit. With oh, yeah, that's a great shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you see the white piano, which was the bow rap piano. Um, mm. that, uh. Uh, Fred used to play, played at Hammersmith, played at Hyde Park. And then when we went into Ridge Farm, he said, I want the piano there. So... Mm-hmm. That, that white Beckstein. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all those kind of um, uh, little stories and all those things that all the experts claim to know and get wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. The uh, the book can can sort of say, well, actually, no, it was like this. You know. Yes, definitely, uh, definitely. And there's a picture actually, again, never been seen. I particularly like. Um, and again, it's in that thing, summer of '76. Uh, where are we? That's uh, Ridge Farm. Because then we come on to Hyde Park, and yeah, and it's Jerry Stickles. Oh yeah, but that's and he's in the production office, and the plans behind. They all have, if you look in the top left, it's got a big Q and it's like specifically done. And there's the map of Hyde Park. And then there's the the tent, which was the Stones tent. And then there's Ah. a can of Heineken in the foreground. So, uh, (laughs) and and it was just a porter cabin and that was it on site, you know. So I really like that. Um, Yeah, it's a cool image, yeah. Mark Ward and just puts puts it into context you know totally i like the one where you the picture you showed even of the the um the money you got for selling out the budokan oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know it's it's basically (laughs) or something but yeah (laughs) and it was i think every band uh anyone who played there um it was something if it sold out everyone got a little bonus but but the envelope is in, in a lovely Japanese graphics yeah, and uh, lovely looking, yeah. Because in the J- Japan section, there's a lot of all that kind of color of Japan and um, mm-hmm. the bullet yeah. trains and all those weird graphics and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I say I unashamedly wanted that in to show how it was then and how I experienced it, as well as you know uh, the band on stage and stuff. So um, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, anyway, I'm very, very pleased you guys like it. So, uh, oh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm not just saying that. As it's it's thanks, thanks, thanks so much for letting us have a look at it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I've done quite a bit of press already, um, which is quite nice. So people seem to like it, um, and um, yeah, hopefully it will 
yeah, it'll it'll do all right, and um, yeah. you know, fill that gap if you like. That um, I think I think there are fans out there who um, you know feel there's there's room for something like this. So. Oh. Well, Indeed. we are, we are yeah. three, us three definitely, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's, as we kind of alluded to earlier on, it, 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 it depends on who it comes from, you know, the information comes from, how, how much you trust it and how much you, how much value yeah. you put into it. And I think coming from yourself, Peter, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, you can trust every word, you can trust every image that's not, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm a bit skeptical about that one. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's 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 very true. Um, and and just just to to let the the listener, um, you, you you if you purchase this book, you will absolutely not be disappointed. Um, no, um, really it's not. an absolutely. I mean, even seeing you with it, Peter, there you were showing us on the the screen there. You know, can't wait to get my hands actually on the physical thing because it just looks looks amazing, you know. And um, I don't think anyone who's a Queen fan will be disappointed in this book no. in any shape or form. You know, totally agree. Well, that's uh, that's great. And I did have um, a little bit of help from people, um, some friends who have. Um, uh, like tickets. I mean, you know, uh, I was lucky I didn't have to buy a ticket to a show. So, um, uh, <laughs> and there were some, you know, kind of um, rarer tickets, but it was nice to have like the ticket from um, uh, Yugoslavia, the old Yugoslavia. So, yeah. hmm. you know, and I know some collectors and they let me have that. And there's a, a track list for the works, which was, um, not the yes thing, which yeah. is man yeah. on fire in it and different things like that, mm-hmm. and that belongs to a, a collector friend. So oh, okay, be, yeah, awesome. happy for me to have it, and yeah, mainly little tickets and and stuff like that. Uh, Just to fill in the story, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, because yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't have everything. I mean, there are collectors who got you know all kinds of memorabilia um, that um, clearly uh, I don't have. Um, and um, there is in there in the Munich section, I don't know if you've seen it, there is a track sheet from um, uh, the the tape box and it's got crazy and it tells you uh, which track the bass drum is. And the, yes. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's another one, Bites of Dust, Crazy. Mm. I think Don't Try Suicide. Don't Try Suicide, yes. Uh-huh. And it says kick, drum, bass, whatever. So you, And that's how you know, you wrote uh, the tracks out and you knew where everything was. Yeah. And in the, the opposite page, you got uh, John and Mac working together. And I know that was when they were working on another one, Bites of Dust, together. Oh, awesome. Um, working on the tape loop of the drum. And then I somehow I got, I was given a little badge, another one, Bites of Dust. So he just dropped that up in the corner, you know. But um <laughs> But um, you see, because Mac had written all that stuff out, there's no problem. But the um, the works track list is that was in Mac's hand. So ah, yeah, real problem. case. Yeah. I mean, if it was in John's hand, I mean, in theory, you'd have to get John's approval. But of course, John doesn't really have any communication anymore, sadly, with anybody. Um, yeah. I don't think he'd have an issue with me putting it in. But um, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a shame that those things can't go in, but mm-hmm. wasn't that many. I think there are still, um, you know, enough interesting, revealing kind of things, you know, that um, that go, you know, go along with everything to make up a, a bigger. 
picture and, and deeper story. Uh, yeah. And I found a matchbook the other day. And um, where are we? Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not sure what it means by this. It says the Brook Disco. It says go gay, but I don't think it's a gay. <laughs> <laughs> it says Westport East, Connecticut, you know. Oh, and, okay. um, I mean, and I'll show you. Hang on. I'll, I found these, um, and these might go into version two. And there's loads of these kind of things, and these matchbooks from all around the world, you know, from like, you know, some Remington Saloon from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, um, nice. That's brilliant. <laughs> stuff from, uh, where are we, you know, Hotel Bayer Roma Isheroff or something in, in Dortmund. And uh, just stuff, the stuff from Montreux. Spindle Top Truck Stop, Vidor, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> But they they kind of tell those stories, you know. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, this place, wherever it is, Hollywood Boulevard. You know, I mean, so, <laughs> you'll be able to Google all these places now. I'd imagine you probably Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, not that one. <laughs> no, the other no, one. Yeah, cheeky bastard. Spencer's Corner, across from the university in Fort Worth, Texas. You know, and I had <laughs> some from gigs and. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Um, airlines, you know, who don't exist anymore. Pan yeah. and TWA. Um, uh, San Francisco, Beverly Hills, Matchbook. And, <laughs> nice. yeah, so, yeah, for volume two, um, you know, I think um, we could probably pull out a few more. But, and I found yeah. a bag up at my mum's in a shed the other day, so... So, yeah, maybe we'll do some spreads with these on, you know, because they all yeah. tell – and they're very colourful, and they tell stories. Well, yeah, when, totally. And everyone smoked for a start, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody smoked back then, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, and, of course, you know, all these were Freddie's personal matchbooks. Every oh, I, oh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> they're sitting about two million pounds there, mate. <laughs> he, um, he personally told me to look after them for him. <laughs> Along with the mug, the mug. Yep. the mug that he used for his tea in um, yeah. uh, town. <laughs> I found this the other day. Um, it, yeah, one of Fred's mic clips, the old mic clip. Wow, man. Oh, cool. Ah, that is fucking excellent. <laughs> see, it, it's beat up a bit. It's got a bit of old bits of old tape on it. and That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's superb. That is excellent. That so, is... So, yeah, I mean, you know, when I need the hip operation, that'll yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. That'll, that'll get fun. you a couple of hip operations. Exactly. <laughs> I do have the mic as well, so that's all right. Yeah, oh. I remember you. I think it was in the one show or something you were talking about that. Uh, you had the mic out and you were, you were, you were d d demonstrating. I love that clip. Yeah. I totally well, I've, got a, I've got one of the stage mics, but I've got this gold one. It's not real gold. It was um, um for... Uh, hang on, I'll get it for you. I'll show it to you. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow, man, that's amazing. <laughs> that's class, isn't it? <laughs> yep. So Peter's away to get <laughs> Freddy's mic. He's away to get Freddy's mic to show us Freddy's mic. Amazing. That, oh, I don't know, that dust might have been worth something. Ah, yeah, that's at least two <laughs> grand worth of dust you just blew off you that there. <laughs> it's in a sure box, and you open it up, and it's a bit... Bit wow. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, that's, that's oh, amazing. 
It's sticking to the foam. Oh, shit. It's all... Oh, this isn't good. All the foam is all over. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right, Right. so you can see that it's old and it's genuine, but um, you... Ah, That'll all come off. Um, It says here, you can probably see it says Circus Award or something. And then it says Queen underneath there, sure. That's amazing, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Eh? Anyway, and it was given to Fred and he gave it to me. And he used it once and he used it on top of the pops to do Las Palabras d'Amour. Oh, oh right. yep, yep, totally. Yes. You find um, a clip of that and. Um, it's not with his wand mic. It's just on a straight up. Stand. Yeah, That's yeah, it's on yeah, a stand. Yeah. yeah, and it's well, it was in better nick than that. Now you can see, but it's um, I'll have to take it out of this case. Um, wow, because all this foam stuff just disintegrates. But yeah, but that's the one. Circus sure music, because 1980 was obviously the game. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. And it is, it's one of his types of mic. I mean, it wasn't one they took and. Gold, they just did it, you know, themselves. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh. So, so that one, um, yeah, that might be a care home for a year or so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Aye. A really good care home. Oh, <laughs> Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't put things like that in the book. Um, I mean, maybe in the next one, people might be yeah. interested. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely something yeah. that. Well, thanks very much for showing us it. Cause that's. No idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that will uh, one day, uh, or it'll go to my great nephews or whatever. So, realistically, when you see what you know a silver toothpick holder went for in the sale, um, <laughs> well, that's that. I think yeah. that's worth a few quid more. So, just imagine. The bottom line is obviously, I've got the provenance, um, but the fact is, you can see it. On that clip as well, you know. Oh, um, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I love that totally. clip actually because he's wearing, uh, he's wearing, uh, I think tocks and tocks and and trainers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was in the studio, top of the pops. I mean, that was. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we only ever went in twice. I mean, I know they did kill a queen there, but um, mm-hmm. did old uh, lover boy, old fashioned lover boy. Oh, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Top yeah. of the pops and. Um, and that was it, yeah. So, yeah, yeah Brian's Brian's playing that that Japanese copy, isn't he? Of I think so. Guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of early copies. Um, I mean, Gil yeah. did a copy, and yeah, I mean, had that as a backup for a while. Um, so, um, yeah, that was before he's got. Well, he's got his own company now, and he knocking him yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. If you were to say what are your favourite pictures, I would say that um, the Augustina one, uh, the yeah. beer, you know, because of the way I've been luckily able to capture him looking a little bit, um, you know, uh, sensitive and reflective. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, at the weird. same time, um, you know, against a dirty wall. I mean, because I think yes. I've seen the copy. I've been taking these pictures of the band and you'll see some in the book where there's a blue background and there's Max in there with them. And um, uh, they're just standard, you know, 
promo shots. And then he yeah. said to me, come on, he said, I want you to make me look mean and moody. <laughs> so we went over by the dirty old wall and um, I changed the lighting to a bit of side lighting. And, and that was it. And then he kind of just dropped his head. And, so that one, yeah, I love that one. Um, yes. And also because... Um, Unashamedly, it's made me a lot of money in Munich, so I can't tell. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the directors of Augustina have all bought big um, uh, signed numbered editions, so that can't be bad. No, um, not indeed. And um, yeah, the one of him at the piano with John in silhouette. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one of him with the prawn outfit um, where he looks like Dali. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that picture. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Yeah. The cover, I think the cover image, um, I think looks good. Um, John laughing, uh, I love that yeah. one. Um, yeah. The the Brian drumsticks one where you don't see. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Tough for the spoiler. Yeah, it's a good one. So um, there's a good there's a good one of Brian as well. He's up against a wall. 1986. It says. With the flares yeah. on. With the flares, <laughs> he's wearing flares. Yeah. And yeah, there's that's um, a cool shot. There's another one that I took, um, and it was I set the camera up on the Hot Space Tour, and we had these moving triple spotlights. And then during his guitar solo, Brian used to kind of battle them like they were like a UFO. All right. And, um, and there's a picture taken from the other one down, and he's kind of facing up to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they look like these UFOs, you know? Yeah. Funny enough, the, I think it's the Daily Mirror. They want to run a spread, and they wanted to use that shot. Um, ah. There we go. Yeah. It's like oh, a, yes. Uh, awesome picture, yeah. It's like yeah. Close Encounters or something, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. so that was um, – that's never been seen. Uh, there's Morgan Fisher there um, on the Hot Space Tour. And then, um, uh, where are we? Because we got Fred Mandel. It's a Fred. Yeah, Mandel Fred. Yeah. In yeah. There. So, because um, he's. Uh, yeah, we, we, we had him on. Yeah. He's a really, back. really yeah, nice. Yeah, We've nice had Fred on. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. yeah lovely, Such yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, funny enough, the picture here, which say it's never been seen before. Um, and you've got. Fred at the piano and your Freddie and the band are here. Um, oh, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. I took these pictures for Fred. He gave me his camera and he said, would you take uh, some pictures? Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I then asked him and said, Fred, do you still have any of those pictures? And he, he dug them out and scanned them and sent them to me. So oh, it was, well, I mean, effectively, they're my pictures. So it's not. Yeah, yeah. totally. Not cheating, you know. So <laughs> and the other one the piano. So um but no, he's um no, he's an absolute top bloke. And uh, yeah, yes. uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely and a, a talent man. like you wouldn't believe, you know. Oh, and yeah, say Mike Moran, I would yeah. put him yeah, similar kind of level, you know. I mean, um Mike's more of an arranger and, and uh but you know, but Fred's Fred Mandel's just his natural talent. I mean, just incredible. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I know both of them top top blokes. So, um, and it was nice that they were very happy to come on board. And um, obviously Mac and 
mm-hmm. I mean, there would have been other people if they'd still been alive, but um, sadly, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. But um, yeah. So yeah, no. Overall, I think it's um, it's a nice trip down memory lane, you know. So indeed, indeed. Uh, and even abs- looking absolutely. through the photos there, I mean, I talk about favourites. I started just having a look through there, and, and you're like, "Wow, this picture, this picture." No, maybe this yeah, one. that's <laughs> so another, kind of, there's, yeah. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> um, even yeah. just this one of John here, um, I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. shades yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Love, yeah, love that picture as well. That's in uh, uh, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's a double. Spread and there's Brian and there's him. Right, no, the other side, Brian, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. And there's um, where are we? Brian with his dandy t shirt on. That's pretty cool. That's right. There's um, he used to wear that a lot actually. Where's the one? Oh, there are things like this. Um, it's on this. There, there's a cassette, and yeah. it's uh, it says uh, Freddie Mercury, Billy Squire, Love is the Hero. And then it's been written there, Rattis copy. So it's like, oh, we, uh, <laughs> those kind of, and there's a picture of Fred and Billy in the studio as well. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, a picture with uh, John playing the pinball machine with the cheap trick t-shirt that's on. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's a good one as well. Yeah, and um, yeah. As I said at the start, you have like this is on the road, so you have on the road here like that. And then the chapter, and you always have three images up here, or two or three. And this was the trucking company we used in 76. It's just like, let's get the show on the road. And I, I love those kind of things because it, yes. yeah, totally. it's memories for me. But it's, it just sets it up, you know. And then, Absolutely. Uh, where are we? Ah, now this one, you probably can't see it on the scan. This is Kobo Hall in Detroit. And it was a really uh, amazing venue, very famous. And uh, you've got on, on the billboard outside, people who are coming, you've got the Detroit Pistons versus Houston. There's Rush, there's Kiss, there's Queen, there's Leroy Jenkins, there's the world's greatest gospel show, and then there's wrestling. You know, so <laughs> what a eclectic bunch. <laughs> I just love that. I just thought that's yeah, you know, ah, that's class. You're what all, I know you who that is. Yeah, uh, that's seventy-seven. That is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. So, there's a ticket, Cobra Hall with Thin Lizzy. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah, amazing. That a friend supplied me with those tickets. You know, um, but that was out the window of the hotel in the snow. You know, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's like tonight it's Queen, and then next week it's wrestling or the world's greatest gospel show. So, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then for the jazz party, you know, it's pictures of New Orleans with jazz, and uh, mm. just to kind of give you that. And there's the itinerary, tells you the party, yeah, pizza oven, and then that kind of just stuff all about America. And we had a girl bus driver who didn't take any nonsense from anybody. Um, <laughs> he was great. And then just things like that, you know, that kind of anonymous hotel. Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, just says rock and roll, rock and roll bar and restaurant open seven nights from 8 p.m., you know, so that's everything you <laughs> to know, really, isn't it? You know? That's yeah, it, absolutely. That's it. <laughs> everything you know right there. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, there, 
as you know, there's a ton of pictures in there and there was a ton we left out and yeah. quite a lot of unseen ones. But um, fingers crossed, you know, yeah, maybe there'll be another book. Maybe um, we'll uh, do uh, a Munich one or I don't know. Depends what the publisher wants. So. Awesome. But, um, yeah, we'll figure that. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen. Good luck with the book. I'm sure. Um, you've, you've said with the the advanced sales, it's it's looking pretty good anyway. But um, oh. but yeah, good luck with it because it deserves to be seen, and and I think yeah. it will yeah. be. If you've enjoyed this episode, um, which uh, I'd be crazy if you didn't really to be honest yeah. um justgiven.com forward slash page forward slash queen hyphen uncovered and again the link will be in the description of for the podcast so uh so yeah thank you very much peter yeah peter thank you for your time you. it's been brilliant uh, always a pleasure to speak to you guys and um yeah well thanks again peter and we'll leave it there so thanks everyone for listening and please buy queen uncovered um you will not be disappointed and uh please again donate if you can thank you very much Thank you.